You're listening to Lighten Up with the Declutterista, and I'm your host, Becky Bass, the Declutterista. I'm all about having fun with mom life, decluttering, and interviewing inspiring guests. So I had Amanda Hem and Sarah Douglas of Sutians, who are actually um, postpartum doulas. I was re-listening to their episode, and I started to, my wheels start turning, and I'm like, huh, I think I'm interested in becoming a postpartum doula. Instead of thinking about it too much, I jumped right in and reached out to my childhood friend, Jody, who runs Hip to Heart, um, and she does a lot of training for doulas and also has her own agency. Right at the beginning of January, I did a two-day training, and now I am you know, working towards certification, which includes uh, three different clients, 20 hours each, and re- doing a bunch of reading. It's a whole it's a whole process, but very exciting. So the reason I it resonated with me to, um, in addition to decluttering, organizing, podcast, to look at postpartum doula is I'm already in people's homes making myself comfortable. They seem to feel comfortable with me. I'm often connecting with the kids, the husband and wife, everyone. And I want to be able to add value aside from decluttering. Um, I love the relationships that we build and the connections and being someone they can go to for help and make them feel better and comfortable. So I thought it made a lot of sense to go into homes and help with postpartum care, taking care of the mom's emotional support, but also helping with household things, holding the baby, maybe doing, you know, learning how to use all the baby equipment. So yeah, I'm excited about that. And it's fun to always try new things. And you know, I don't want people to be confused. I still declutterista, still love decluttering. I just want to add some more skills, you know, add more to my skill set and more ways that I can be helpful to families. All right. So my decluttering tidbit is basically um, January has been pretty crazy. I went to Grand Cayman. Then I came home for a few days and my grandma, 97 year old grandma actually passed away. So she wanted her funeral to be in Ohio. So I was home for a couple days after Grand Cayman and then went out to Ohio uh, for a few days for the funeral and just hanging out with family around there. And um, this grandma was a big part of our lives because um, she moved out to our neck of the woods about 10 years ago. Um, So basically, she's seen my kids grow. Um, I used to visit every day, and she always has someone visiting. So it's a big loss, and I'm grateful the kids got to spend a lot of time with her. But on a more superficial level, it's, I, you know... My husband watched the kids, you know, not watched them, you know, he had the kids all to himself in Florida when I was in Grand Cayman and then um, when I was in Ohio and they had a great time and they also, you know, he tried to clean up the house, but just being out of the loop of the rhythm, I was just feeling a little overwhelmed, which I don't think presented itself well because I wasn't grumpy, but I wasn't as, you know, grateful and, you know, happy as I could have been. I was just kind of irritated. Um, and I think my husband expected to be kind of like this, uh, you know, more like thrilled to be home. And I was really excited. I missed everyone. But it's just um, to go from kind of thinking about yourself and being there for your family to kind of taking care of two kids, a dog, and, you know, thinking about a husband and taking care of everyone. I was just wasn't an easy transition. So my point is be kind to yourself and kind to others. You know, I tried not to get too grumpy or too overwhelmed. I was kind of saying, okay, you got two podcasts today. You have a client. Like, don't worry about everything being back into place. Just kind of get the kids to school, you know, shower. Just kind of like, what can you do? You know, where are you? Meet yourself where you are. You know, you'll kind of get back on schedule 
um, it's just kind of a constant battle because I want to be on one hand, I want to be totally present for my kids and not miss a thing when I get home. On the other hand, I'm kind of like a little anxious of all the to do's because when you go to like I was in Ohio and it was literally eating really good deli food, taking tons of naps and um, being there for my family. Um, and then you, you have all this to go. It's it's so be easy on yourself in the transition period. Life happens. Things could be, you know, ripped up. You know, everything's different. So just kind of try to be flexible and you know, just kind of go with it. And um, life is messy, but it's also fun. So that is my kind of decluttering your mindset tidbit. Hi there. I'm super excited to have certified health coach Amy Goober on the show. Um, she's all about habits and lifestyle change and mindset, all that good stuff that I'm really into too. But I'm hoping I could just spill my guts and she can just help me with everything in my life. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you. Yep. Spill spill away. <laughs> and she also brought me flowers. It's really nice. I was really impressed. Um, okay. So let me just... Let me hear before I tell you all my issues. Let's go. Let's. I really was going to go right into myself right there, um, but let's hear your story. How did you get into this line of work? Okay, yeah. Um, so you know, I really do think that people are you know a sum of their experiences. <laughs> so that uh, holds true for when I look at uh, my own story. So I am sixty now. So going back, um, I actually uh, was overweight in high school and college. So you know, even at fifteen to you know twenty two or more. So um, it's you know. For those math whizzes out there, it's like four decades of, you know, um, struggle. And so uh, that sort of, you know, unfortunately at the time laid the groundwork of just a lot of internal, you know, struggle with food and exercise and all those things. Um, I'm married. I have three children. So I went through three pregnancies and all that. So um, seven years ago, almost like to the day uh, in January 2013, I stumbled upon a program and I was very skeptical, very, very, because I felt like I had done every program, you know? So I was like, well, what else is out there? I mean, I was 53. So, um, and I was in the middle of menopause on top of that, which is a difficult time for women um, to maintain or lose weight. But long story short, I tried this program and in a month I had lost 10 pounds and I like couldn't even believe it really because I I just couldn't believe it. So I became a coach for this program one month in because I just thought, you know, I wonder if there are other people who could benefit. And now seven years later, this is my full-time gig. I've been, you know, doing this for seven years, but really it's been full-time uh, income or full-time gig for five of the seven years. So, um, and I really, uh, am so fortunate because I can help people with their goals and their own transformations and then someone to come on and, and be a coach. And so I can help them. So it's great personal satisfaction and great, uh, variety and it's exciting. That's great. That's great. So the company is Optavia. Did I pronounce yep. it right? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. So is this, 
Is it different than other programs because you have a built-in coach, you have a program? I don't know if I know of other programs that have a coach, maybe Jenny Craig, but it's more just check-ins. Right. Um, well, what I think is so different about it is exactly what you pointed out. So everybody has a, a free, and the coaching is free. So it's a free, you know, free health coach and we coach by phone. So we, for the reason that we really want to support people where they are. And I did Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers and all those meeting based, uh, check in, you know, weigh in programs. And, you know, if I wasn't having a great week on the program, I just didn't go. And so then now you've lost your support for two weeks. And really what you need is the support. So, you know, I have a great phone relationship with my clients. And when they're doing great, great. And when they're struggling, I'm there to help them. And if in this busy, busy world, um, another appointment outside of the home and outside of work is, is, is a weight on them. Whereas- No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> right. No pun intended. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. So this way, they're on their way home from work and they can call me or they're waiting for their kids to come out of gymnastics and they can call me or whatever. So yeah, it's the coaching uh, sort of, I look upon myself as like half cheerleader and half accountability partner. Mm. Um, so that's makes it different. And we just have an incredible amount of resources. It's a nationwide program and it's created by a doctor. They use this program actually at Johns Hopkins in their weight management. Oh, wow. So it has all like the medical boxes checked off. We work within a lot of medical practices too. Um, but so we have great resources and webinars and uh, there's a whole education piece to it because it's one thing to lose the weight, but can you create the lifestyle to keep it off? And so I believe if you talk, if somebody really has weight to lose, that's that's um, bothering them, and you start talking about lifestyle, it's almost like want, want, want. Like they don't really hear it, right? But if they start losing the weight and believing that they can and feeling better and feeling empowered, then they're like, now how am I going to make this happen long term? And then we educate them. And so it, we're all about the habits of health, and our goal is for people to keep the weight off, right? I mean, yeah. That's the whole thing. Well, just when you said um, you've been doing this for seven years and you lost a bunch of weight, so I'm assuming you've kept off a lot of the weight. That's impressive because aren't the statistics crazy about people who keep off weight? It's like 90, like 3% yep. keep it off or something. No, you're, um, th you know, the statistic that we have is 85% uh, of people that lose weight gain it back, you know, within or after a two-year period without behavioral change. Mm -hmm. So that's the key. So when I did this program, I lost about a total of 20 pounds. And my husband, I'm only bringing him in because it's an interesting story. Hmm. He, So we were both around 53. Um, and he had never had to go on any kind of a weight loss program because he was like fit and athletic. But then at 53, he had developed... Um, <laughs> what I affectionately call the man gut. <laughs> what do they call it? Dad body? Dad yeah. bod or something? It's rough. So, and he used to just be able to exercise it away and, and he couldn't anymore. So anyway, he did this program and he lost 25 pounds. So um, I felt like, boy, if a program could work for me where I kind of feel like my metabolism was shot from, you know, going up and down so much. And if it could work for him, who and he'd never had to restrict anything, I was like, hmm. But the net net of it is that now, seven years later, we're both pretty similar, you know, to where we were at the weight loss, but our habits have completely changed. The, the way we eat, the way we order when we go out to eat, I mean, all these things. So, 
you know, are we perfect? No. You know, do I have pizza and glass of wine and all those things? Yes. Uh, try not to have them on the same day. <laughs> but, you know, we're not restrictive now, but we just, our habits are so different that we, we have like the wiggle room for the treats, I guess I would say. Wiggle room's huge because that's where it comes into lifestyle because I, you were talking about high school, not to be a, um, not to beat you here, but I, mm-hmm. I've been struggling with my weight since I was five. Yeah. So it's a struggle. It really is. Um, so you talk about little changes and just to talk about my life, it's all about me. Um, <laughs> my first change that I did, and it was pretty, a lot easier than I thought you might've seen me post on this. So I did keto maybe for a minute years mm-hmm. ago. And I developed this great habit of heavy cream, which is fine if you're on keto, right? but that stuck with me. So I was like, oh, imagine how many calories that is in my Starbucks. Right. So I, I've been doing black. And I thought that would change my whole life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I went from exercising every day, took a break because I go with my mom and sister every morning. So even though I took away the cream, I haven't gotten to the gym. So anyway, yeah. so my next goal is to stop eating at night, which if you're a nighttime eater, it's like, it's brutal. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any experience, your clients. How do you guys work yes. through that? that th- uh, yeah. Fix me. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll try. Um, yeah. So I, um, when I was younger, I was absolutely a nighttime eater. And I think it was about, I went through sort of a traumatic um, experience when I was in high school. My father died when I was 15. Mm, and I hard. think that sort of, looking back on it, you know, I couldn't tell at the time you know, that's when the eating really started. So it's that sort of squashing down of your feelings, you know, and sort of self-medicating at 15. You know, luckily, that's what I chose. There's a lot of other uh, probably worse things I could have been doing. But so I was a nighttime eater. And I think it was sort of, you know, it makes you feel better, whatever. And night is when people I find are more, um, they feel more anxious or worried about things in the evening at nighttime, I think. But anyway, so uh, on our program, you know, people can eat in the evening, but again, it's a structured, you know, it's it's a structured program where the, this is what they can do. Um, but for you, I would say, you know, it is about how late you eat, but it's also making sure you get all your nutrition in during the day, mm. right? So if you're really restricting yourself all day, night is when you're going to be, your body is going to be looking for something. Mm-hmm. So I suggest that you make sure you're eating consistently throughout the day. We believe people should eat five or six times a day, small portions, but, you know, make sure you're having a substantial healthy dinner, you know? Right. And then you might do better. And then maybe when it's eight o'clock, you have something, right. whatever your something is, if it's fruit or maybe it's, I don't know, something that, you know, fits in with your day. And then I don't know what the style of your house is, but I'm famous for like, I'm going, I'm going up to my bedroom. Like I'm leaving the floor where the kitchen is. I try that. Yeah. And your body will adjust. It's amazing. Your body gets hungry when you feed it. Oh yeah. My stomach expands the next morning. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? So like you just have to get used to it. Like on our program, people are eating every two and a half to three hours. And after about five days on it, you get hungry when it's time to eat. Right. So if you trained, if it probably wouldn't even take you more than five or six days, if if the last time you ate was eight o'clock, you won't be hungry after that. Okay, I like. I, I mean, when I was listening to you, um, I saw a video. I was thinking, you know, because I kind of jump from diet to diet or lifestyle. When I hate the D word, um, I was like, oh, maybe I can do her. <laughs> like it's just yeah. it's one thing to another. And now I am doing, and I pr- kind of promised myself I would just try this, but. 
Um, have you heard of Corinne Crabtree? Did I tell you, talk to you about her? So yeah. it's, it's basically you listen to your hunger scale, mm-hmm. whatever that, I mean, she has specifics to that. You, you know, only eat when you're hungry and you stop before you're full. So in my brain, I'm like, I've been part of the clean plate club forever. So imagine if I only like ate a certain amount um, and plan your food ahead of time. Right. That's part of it. But I mean, I think I've put on weight since I joined because I'm not following following it. So in terms of consistency and habits, like what are your thoughts on actually sticking? I think the coach would come in handy. Yeah. I mean, I found that I I – I liked having the accountability of a coach. And then when I became, I really became a coach initially a little selfishly because I thought, well, then I'm walking the walk, you know, I'm talking the talk, I'm walking the walk and, you know, people are, I'm accountable to other people. So I want to set a good example. And again, we're not, you know, we're, we're, you're not looking at us, but I mean, I'm not talking about like a bikini body. I'm talking about people being at a healthy weight that they feel good about and getting back into your own clothes and shopping in your closet and saying, oh my God, if I could just fit into those pants, that's what I'm talking about. It's feeling good about yourself. You don't have to, you know, have like a a bikini body, I call it. Oil it up, yeah. Right. But I think, yeah, (laughs) but I think the coach helps and um, we do a lot with um, sort of self-reflection and the first thing when I talk to somebody, the first thing I say is, you know, where are you at with your health? or your weight now? And where do you want to be? And why do you want that? Like, what about that really is motivating and exciting for you? What's your why, you know, W-H-Y? And those are the motivations that help you when you're in a situation and you have to make a choice of, of you know, following your kind of healthy habits path or your go to heck, you know, with yourself path. So there's more to it. I think, than just uh, following a program. You have to sort of figure out what do you want and why do you want it and what's your aim, you know, and what's your self-motivation. And I think that's very helpful. And then putting yourself in a community. We plug our clients into an online community. We have a private Facebook page and we have these uh, webinars all on the habits of health. And so uh, we have a life book that people work through if they choose to. So, you know, it kind of, you're kind of, um, I call it like you're you're in like the incubator of support because it's important. I call it world of food out there. <laughs> you know? Wild, wild west. Yeah. So it is a struggle. But again, think of all the hard things you do every day. Mm-hmm. And people really are in control over what they want for themselves and kind of what they put in their own mouth. And um, it's not easy. And a lot of it is psychological, which I'll be the first one to tell you that we're not all eating because of hunger. So you can follow that path. And it's, you know, I, I support anything that works. Um, but it's figuring out why do you want something like what's what is it and and what can you do in place of it? Yeah, it's like right? this discomfort that we're kind of feeling. It's a lot of uncomfortable, um, not being comfortable habits. Um, and I heard somewhere that when you actually don't eat, right away and satisfy that hunger, mm-hmm. you can actually learn more, why am I eating? But if you're just stuffing yourself, you can't really learn much. <laughs> right. Like you you probably would love this life book and, and the what we use. And it's, it is all about that, you know? And so look, it's a journey, right? We're getting to know ourselves, right? From a young age or the age I'm at. And so things change. And I think too, um, the years, I know you have young children. Um, I look back on my kids are, uh, between 27 and 18, but I look back on when they were little and feeding them. And I, 
you know, it's just so much. It's it's life is is full, right? So full. So um, it's important, I think, for people and especially women uh, and moms to remember that they are in the driver's seat. You know, and I I work with I've worked with. I've probably helped over 600 clients, you know, oh, wow. so a big wide range of people, right? And I think a lot of times, um, not to gear toward women, but women and moms, they get to a point in their lives and we've all been there where we're like, you know what? I don't care anymore. This is where I'm at. I've had my children, right? My husband loves me or or I'm not married. And this is me. Like, this is me. And I'm fine with that. I, if, if, if you're happy at right. that, I'm fine with that. But I think women give up the hope that they can make a change, a physical change. Mm-hmm. And it, you can. It absolutely is possible. Well, it seems like it's it's circling back to emotional. It's not just here's your food plan. Right. It's more the why. So th- I think that might we might see more progress in terms of keeping it off because it's so right. hard to be successful with a diet. And I think it's, it's genius that your company has a health coach to kind of hold your hand. And um, so, and you were talking about that you're kind of a walking billboard because people probably saw you yeah, 20 pounds ago, a while back, and right. like, ooh, what's happening? So you don't, in terms of, um, so Optiva, Opti- Optivia, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Optivia um, is, uh, is network marketing. You build a team and things like that. Right. And so I love that you said um, walking billboard because that's a phrase that we use. And so what I found was when I became a coach, and again, I wasn't necessarily looking for a business. I Two of my three kids were living at home, and I had I actually <laughs> I had a bakery before this, but that's oh like boy, that's a whole hard. Nother, that could be a whole nother podcast. But um, but so and I had sold it when I was had my first child. Like I wanted to be home raising my kids, so I wasn't looking for anything. And two of them were still home, but my husband and I, we're just like living our lives, you know, going to my son's baseball game, going out to dinner. And so people were approaching us, you know, it's very, it grows very organically. Right. Which is nice. I find. Um, And, and so that was part of it. And then I became a coach um, to try to help other people, you know, and I didn't want to put a lot of focus on it because I was like still... (laughs) a stay-at-home mom, but then I realized my youngest one was in middle school, so I was pretty much yeah. not doing a lot for them for a big chunk of my day. But um, And then, again, sort of naturally, some of my clients became coaches. So all of a sudden, now I've got a team, and now I'm a leader, and mm-hmm. now I'm trying to help them get what they want. And so it is uh, multi- multi-level marketing, and it's so funny because I just sort of jumped into it, even though I'm a big researcher, I just went with it. I always do that. I just went with it, you know? <laughs> Thinking so annoying. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I am an overthinker, but this time I didn't. <laughs> it worked out, right? It worked out. And I didn't even know the phraseology, but I, what I've learned now doing this seven years is, and I'm a big analyzer, but what I've learned staying with it for so long is it is, it is the best business model out there, mainly because I have an upline of people who are incredibly motivated to see me succeed and will do anything. Uh, talk to me at night on the weekends, the, travel across the country to do an event that I'm running. I mean, you don't have that in, in corporate America from what I know. And I have a downline of coaches that I'm nurturing. So it's such a feel good. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm changing their lives. I mean, the one person in, that comes to mind is I have a client that's lost 80 pounds on this program. If only that's I could awesome. show you after, but if only I could show her before and after. And she owns a cycling studio in Arlington. And she was really unhappy with just herself and 
whatever, and her health. And she did this program, and now she's offering it through her studio. So you know what? How great is that? Because she's got tons of members that are exercising, and exercise is great, but weight loss in its purest form is really about what you put in your mouth. Oh, yeah. So It's like 80% or more? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 75. Yeah, yeah. you got it. So if this wasn't a business of this type of structure, none of that would be happening. You know, so I I see it all as positive. Um, People have this idea, they talk about pyramids, and and, and they just are throwing words around that most people don't understand. But a true pyramid and why they are illegal now, (laughs) and they are illegal, um, is that the philosophy was that you had all these people working for you, but only the people at the very top we're earning the real money. Mm-hmm. Our company was created by a doctor and this amazing man. That um, helps. <laughs> yeah, That's he's nice. incredible. I mean, I've been to his home for trainings. He's just, he's the real deal. Um, and he and I earn the same exact amount of money for any clients that we bring on. He still has clients. You know, and there's 30,000 health coaches in the country, right? And oh, this wow. man still is coach. So what he earns per client is what I earn per client. So does he make more money than I do? Yeah, well, <laughs> he started it. Yeah, um, I hope so. And he's been at it longer. Right. Do you know what I mean? So so that sort of puts the definition around that, right? Mm-hmm. And also, I guess the other thing I really like about it is I work from home. I mean, I do whatever. I shouldn't even say this out loud, but I'm going to Paris in a week <laughs> because one of my friends is going and she wanted a friend. I mean, I really, That's awesome. I travel. No shame there. No Good shame. For you. Yeah. I travel all the time. I really live the life I want to live and I can coach from my phone. I can coach from anywhere. And so I look at it as a huge gift to be able to help people every day, right? Structure my own schedule, work as much or as little as I want, which everybody can, and be earning a full-time income. Like to me, um, I don't see the negative in it at right. all. I only see the value. And I try very hard with my coaches. If they only want to coach five people to be accountable to themselves, that's what I support them to do. If they want to earn enough income to put an addition on their home, you know, whatever it might be. So... Hey. It's very individual. Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm sold. It sounds awesome. You know, you you just have a way about you. It's very inspiring. I can see why it's you know works for you. And thank it's, you. It's very exciting. So and back to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're great, but I'm, I talk about my issues because it's tell all me. about me. No, so I have a friend. We we're kind of similar in some ways. We're a little all over the place. We're creative, and she realized she's going to focus on her weight loss and do CrossFit and work on her food. Actually, I think CrossFit came before the food, but I think it's all coming together. And I'm here. I also struggle with my weight, but I'm doing, I have a business and I'm starting another business. Like, do you believe in order to be successful and keep it off, this needs to be, you need to really kind of silo and hone in on the weight loss? Or do you have clients that are kind of in here and I'm here and I'm doing this and they're super busy and they're working? I don't know. Like, do you think how much focus? No, I think... You can do it either way you want. I think too much focus is too much focus. So what what I so I think you can do it either way you want, but I mean I'm a very multitasker, busy person. And I think if you have too much time, that's where the eating becomes a problem, (laughs) you know, but also if you don't have enough time and you don't plan, then it becomes a problem. So this is our program to me is the easiest program on the face of the earth because we provide some of the food and you provide some of the food. So that was my question. It okay. takes the whole 
I'll speak for myself. It takes that whole, you wake up in the morning, I'm going to be good today. Okay, all right, so it's the morning. Okay, I'll have a yogurt. I'll have an apple. Ooh, but what about the banana? I don't know. Now you're on your way to work. I'll have a coffee. Should I have the cream? You know, this is the whole running dialogue, monologue in your head. Our program quiets that whole thing Mm. down so um, you don't have to focus on it. And I think that that um, psychologically is helpful. And our food we call fuelings because we want people to start reminding themselves that food really is fuel for the body. And so there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't, it's, there's minimal prep. You are providing one really healthy meal a day that we're teaching you how to do. You can cook it or go out to eat or take out. So there's really only one meal that you have to worry about. And the rest are individual frequent fuelings that we provide for you. That's such a cute name. Fueling, I know. But to get that in your brain, I mean, it's all about that. Right. Okay. Right. I like it. I like what I'm hearing here. Um, okay. So what, another example in, you know, many people's life, AKA mine, um, Let's say you're kind of apathetic, like I've been, you know, kind of slowly putting on weight and you're like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, kind of what you were talking about before, but then you kind of catch a picture of yourself that your kids took of Mm -hmm. your butt (laughs) (laughs) or took video of you, (laughs) other, you know, this is other people, not me. Or, um, you know, they take video of you doing uh, a workout and you're like, oh my God. Or you see you're going to be on TV and you're like, oh my God. So you're kind of in denial. So how do you get motivated? I feel like it has to do with my why. Like my my why isn't urgent enough. Yeah, I don't think the why has to be urgent. Um, but I will just give you an example. I when I started this program, I was so like I was not in the mood. <laughs> like I just was not in the mood. Like I was in a place where I was kind of eating and drinking and having what I wanted. Um, and so I, I wasn't in that space. So the coach asked me, I don't ask this question to people, but the coach asked me, like, what is your level of motivation from one to 10, 10 being the right. most motivated? And I was like, six. <laughs> she probably was like, oh, all right. You know, it's real. But I was a six. But I think I was a six because I didn't believe I could actually get the weight off. So how motivated could I be t- on a program that I didn't even know about? So, but, but right? That was seven years ago. So believe me, as you know, a few pounds came off and and everything, I I got a lot more motivated because I I, I think this doesn't exactly answer it, but just to add to it, I think it's it's a win-win process. When you start losing the weight, you feel better because you're losing the weight, but you also, a switch goes off in your head and you're like, hey, I can do this. So you have the personal empowerment. This can actually happen. Mm-hmm. You know, your clothes get like just a little bit looser. And, yep. you know, you like stand a little bit, you know, your posture is a little bit, you just, you you don't feel, this is going to be a pun, but people feel weighed down by the hmm. fact that they have to lose weight. Hmm. But if it starts to happen, you're like, hey, now. Without much mental drama. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I I don't pre-qualify people. If people call me and they want to talk, I talk to them. And at the end of it, I say, does this sound, do you think this is a good fit? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. And if they want to try it, I have them try it for a month. There's okay. no big commitment or contract. And, and I try to be very not pushy uh, about it because you can't make people want to do anything. And you certainly can't make them want to lose. I, because I'm pushing you. I mean, it has to come from you. So I just kind of sort of take like the attitude of, here's what I've got. You know, what do you think? And, you know, give it a try. 
That's awesome. And I like how it's part food that you guys provide. Is there shakes, meals, everything, yeah, bars? Th- there's 80 choices. So um, yes, there are shakes and yes, there are bars, but there's also like cold cereal that you would have with almond milk. There's a couple of soups. There's a few little mac and cheeses. There's a cookie you make in a brownie. There's a hot cocoa. Um, there are some crunchy things. So they're trying to like... Um, <laughs> Uh, Not to press you? No. No. <laughs> I know, but to, to utilize like the salt, the savory, the salty, the sweet, the soft, the crunchy, whatever. Okay. What I liked about it was I'm a real sugar sweets person. So, you know, I could have like a chocolate shake and I really liked it, right? I could have, um, uh, there's like a little chocolate chip cookie that you, you know, make in the microwave at night. And at like at 830 at night, I could have that little cookie and a cup of herbal tea. And I was like, good. So I didn't feel deprived Whereas like, you know, other things I had done that really cut out all carbohydrates, your body is just screaming. You know, this is a one-to-one ratio of protein to complex carbohydrates. So we don't believe that you should cut out, you know, one of the, um, one of the macronutrients. I mean, you know, so it's just, it's just a different philosophy. You're too good. I'm starting to think about quitting my existing program. Stop it. (laughs) Get out of my head. But what we talked about with the mental stuff, mm. I've done no flour, no sugar, part of Overeaters Anonymous. Yeah. I sponsor. Mm-hmm. I lost like 65 pounds. And I remember besides, I wasn't in a good headspace, so I was just a thin person who could fit into a size I never thought was possible. But I wasn't even that much happier because I didn't realize how much the mind. But what I loved the most is like, I wasn't like, okay, what diet am I going to start now? It's just like yeah. you're there, you have your food. Um, everything was simpler in that way, the brain space. So I remember that. Um, okay, this is great. This is so much fun. Um, I talked to you on the phone a long time ago when I first started my podcast and I enjoyed talking to you. Now it's in person. It's beautiful. Yeah, I was remembering how we connected and um, I'm a real morning person. I'm up early. Oh, I mean, yeah. And so you put something on, I don't know, one of the groups that we're in together, like any, anybody want to chat? Anybody awake? Like anybody want to chat? Oh, really? I'm looking for guests for my podcast. And it was, I'm telling you, it was like 7am, like on a Sunday. And I'm like, typing in, I'm awake. That's so <laughs> You cute. know, my husband's sleeping, my kids yeah. are all sleeping, there's nobody doing anything. And we jumped on the phone. And oh, yeah, so, yeah, I was at, I think I was at Starbucks. What else? Is yes. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, so I was, ex- when I was thinking about that, I was like, boy, you know, that's the other sort of part of what I believe is that like opportunity is everywhere and it's, are you going to take it? Oh yeah. And it could be the opportunity for anything. It could be the, you know, any, anything, it doesn't have to be this kind of thing. And so I'm so happy that I like typed that in yeah. and you were like, call me, you know? Yeah. So I always have this fear of like, if I don't talk to someone right away, it's just going to, my brain is just, it's gone. So I'm a little intense, um, but then I'm so glad we connected. That was great. Um, so any last minute kind of words of wisdom besides I'm probably going to call you and be like, ah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very, uh, inf- uh, what's the word inspired. So, yeah, I mean, I would just say for everybody and anybody, um, is to sit down, uh, by yourself if, if you have five minutes mm. and really think about, you know, where you're at in your life and what's, what's great about it, which there are probably tons of things and what would you like to change and why? And, uh, just know that there are small steps you can take, you know, every day you may falter. That's okay. To get yourself closer to where you want to be in, in, in any aspect of your life. And I really do believe that. And, um, you know, 
there are certain have tos in life. We know that, but you can you can sort of tweak some of those have tos also. So um, you know, don't give up and just get going. And every step closer is a step closer. And we really are in the driver's seat of our own lives. That's great. Look at you. I didn't even prepare you for the word words of wisdom. Um, I like what you said. I already lost it. There's my brain. Um, you can tweak half half twos. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so that. look, people have to earn money, right, to to live. So we know this. It's not to say, oh well, you know, you don't like your job. Oh well, then you know, just don't work. I mean, there are have tos. You know, there are family members that you <laughs> married into, maybe, or you know, there are we'll have tos. <laughs> right, we have children that we love, and they're struggling with things. You know, these are have tos, but. There's a way around it or there's a way to look at it in a brighter light or there are steps you can take to make it better. And if you can't make it better, then you can try to make it better for you mm. so that you can handle it better. Yeah. And that you can – it's it's finding the joy in life. And a lot of that is just looking at ourselves and seeing what we what we want to change and not feeling like it's impossible. I love that. I remember, I don't know where I heard it, but I'm pretty sure it was you who said you used to kind of wake up like, uh, and then what did I read this about you? You didn't wake up excited. Now you're excited to start your day. Or am I confusing you with another inspirational? Well, person? you might be, but it's true. And I, you know, <laughs> and I do think that, um, again, work is work until it's something you're excited about, right? So Becky, when you drive here to do these podcasts, I'm guessing you're excited about it. Yes. You're not like, ugh, another, you know. Yeah. See, right? See, Dimitri, what else could, what could be better? Yeah, look yeah. at him in there. So charming. So, <laughs> you know, if you do have to work, try to find something that at least half the time you're happy doing or, or whatever yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's such a big part of your life. So. Right. Congratulations on all your success. It's great to finally meet you. Thank you. And oh, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Oh, yeah. So people can call me directly 781-910-4962. You can find me on Facebook, Amy Goober. Goober like the candy, ironically. Mm. Um, and I have a great new Facebook page called Amy Goober Shape Your Life, Ooh. which is all about inspiration and recipes and all of that. And my email, if they want that, is R-A-G-O-O-B at Comcast.net. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Bye, everyone. 